One thing I've learned After all these years You're gonna save yourself A whole lot of tears Don't try to figure out Who was wrong and who was right Got them moving along, baby Punches. Hi, everybody. Your old friend Mike Houlihan. Welcome back to Hibernian Radio. Coming at you once again from the Cork and Carry Irish Pub, 10614 South Western Avenue. We're brought to you by Local 150 Operating Engineers, Sheehy Funeral Home, where out of the eight people go. Cork and Carry, Fox's Pizza, Flood Brothers, and our newest sponsor, Madden Funds. Our old pals, uh, Danny and Mike Madden. Who, from the old neighborhood where we grew up. And Guinness. Guinness is good for you. Uh, you can hear the show every Saturday night from 7 to 8 p.m. Streaming online at Global Irish Radio, G-I-R dot I-E. And then the podcasts are usually up by Sunday at hibernianradio.org. Our guest tonight is a repeat guest because he was so great last time. The one and only Lee Bilecki, a.k.a. Lebo, 26, 27 years Chicago Police Department, a retired sergeant. And he was just telling us he was at the Sox game today and it was canceled because of the Cleveland Guardians. <laughs> anyway, Lee, welcome back to the oh, show. What an honor. <laughs> I just couldn't believe it. Thank you. I says, after the last time, I didn't think I'd get back. <laughs> Are you kidding? You were terrific. Just kidding. Yeah. Um, now, we were just going back through your, you grew up in Our Lady of Angels, uh, and then now you're out here on the South Side. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, God's country. Yeah. <laughs> Mount Billywood. Hey, 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 easy to visit. There's a lot of Polish out here, you know. <laughs> no, it's a great so, neighborhood. I, I do you love live in St. Christina? I do, okay. and I love it out here. Great. Yeah. I, I don't blame you. Yeah. Um, so how long have you been retired? 27 years. Well, this will be my 10th year um, oh, okay. in uh, December. Yeah. So. And you're keeping busy like crazy. I, know I do as much as I can, you know, work with uh, my partner here jimmy dunn great guy Jimmy's, and uh, we're we gonna try and get jimmy on the show in the next week or so you know working yeah. socks united center we do the uh i got the grandkids they keep me uh popping how know. many grandkids you got oh i got five but wow. uh, the, t the two main ones are all my sons and you brought up local 150 he's a 150 uh, oh operator. no kidding yeah, yeah he's a journey he just got his journeyman card so he's rocking and rolling speaking of which you were just saying something about fox's pizza I think. oh yeah fox's went golfing out to uh <laughs> We went out to uh, Orland. We were out. Well, we golfed at McKenna uh, yesterday. We stopped at the Foxes out that way. Yeah. I think it was on 183rd, man. A pizza. That was one of the best pizza. I got to say. Ryan Foxes out there. That yeah. was one of my, that was one of the best pizzas I ever had. That, I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, man. We got one on its way right now. Yeah. yeah. So it so was good. A little plug for you, Foxes Pizza. Yeah, uh, very good. Um, so... You know, you're a retired policeman, but you never stop being a cop. No, you know, no. You're I mean, you're a cop forever. You know, we are, we do, we don't. You know, we, we, you know, we look at things probably still through the different viewpoint from a different viewpoint that uh, 
average citizen would look at things. Yeah. You know, we, we see things that are developing in the city and how it goes. And right now I feel so terrible for, for, uh, for officers. Uh, sure. I, you know, I volunteer as a member of uh, peer support f- through the uh, employee assistance program. Um, been out on suicide scenes, shooting scenes, officers, you know, sh- you know, shot. Uh, it, it's tough. I mean, I don't go out on everyone, but yeah. I've gone out on, on, on many of you them. You were telling me you were there the uh, night The night Ella Ella French Ella French was shot, yeah. 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 And, um, you know, we met, you know, I met uh, her mother numerous times. She's a oh, great lady. Yeah. Um, she's really a great lady. Yeah. And uh, it's just terrible. It's yeah. terrible. I mean, you know, you see things like yesterday they did shooting at 48th and Ada, you know, and they attacked the police who were trying to render aid to the Oh, I did see that. something on that. So, I mean, Lou Jerome, is that the guy's name? Don Jerome, yeah. the commander, and I yeah, brought yeah. that up. So he I had mean, a little uh, press conference right, right on the street. Right, So, I mean, it's tough. I mean, when you see they stuff They attacked like, the cops who were trying to save these guys' well, lives. Well, they were trying to render aid. You yeah. know, they claim no, but who knows? You know, it's... It's, a, it's you know, the world as we know it now compared to the world we grew up in, I like know. you and myself. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, it's changed so much. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, we're social media driven. Um, I'm reading a book, Ballad of the Bullets. It talks about... Ballad of the Bullets? Yeah, it's... Uh, the author's name escapes me off the top of my head, but I, I, I'll give it to you after the show. It talks about, you know, social media influence gangs. Yes. And, and what they call drill music, which is more commonly known as rap or hip-hop. Yeah. You know, somebody, somebody, you know, I mean, you know, a month doesn't go by that a rapper's not getting shot down in, yep. a rival, yeah. in rivalry. I mean, it's, it's insanity, you know. I mean, I grew up with Nat King Cole, Sam Cooke, yeah. you know, Temptations, you know. Sam Cooke had a moment there yeah. where he got shot down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it was a jealous husband I was just, or I was just working on a song because I, I play guitar, so I was, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Poorly, but I play. So yeah. I was because I was working on twisting it, twisting the night away. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, it's just it's crazy. I mean, I, you know, we what we lack in this country is is true leadership, true leadership. You know, people have come to me to go. Well, you know, I, a couple months ago I got ticked off and I posted in my uh, Facebook group, American Voice. That I, I was remember thinking, yeah. thinking about running for public office, and I. Talked to a couple politicians. I talked to a couple aldermen. I, I, I went out to breakfast with Paul Vallis once. You know, oh, trying Paul's to get a good guy. Paul's yeah. a really good guy. And I was thinking about it. And then, um, you know, my kids were all for it. But oh, I, like, really? I yeah. don't have any financial backing. You know, I don't, I don't have anything to dip into. And then, you know, I thought back to the last election when we had 12 candidates for mayor. Oh, no. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, it just. That's how she got in? Yeah, well. Yeah. I voted for her. And it's Did probably, you really? It's probably oh. one of the worst decisions I ever made. Sure. I mean, it was either that or Preckwinkle. Know, Preckwinkle. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, know. if I can give you any advice, stay out of politics. I know. It's the worst it's, game in town. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, and, it's, you know, but somebody I mean, wanted to bring a politician needs, on the show see, you know, last the thing week. Here, I said, forget it. Holy, the other thing is this. We need somebody. You don't need, You don't have to be a, you don't have to have a, a doctorate to no. run for politics, no. to be a politician. You need to have a leadership a, a, skills yeah i think i could be a leader but i, I again you know i i'm very vocal on social media so you know they bring it out every every post for the last oh yeah they do years. that they would do that to me so too. i mean yeah. but, but i mean the point is leadership yeah show leadership yeah you know you're throwing all this money to anti-violence groups you're throwing all this money at, 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 what have they accomplished yeah 
I just saw a statistic since Lightfoot's been mayor where we had over 2,000 homicides and 15,000 people shot. Yeah, I saw that. That's not leadership. No. You know, she's screaming, nuts. screaming. Well, uh, she, she's, uh, she's different, I'll say that. Oh, my God. She just had you know, a, a call to arms call for the LGBT yeah, community. Right. It's like, give me a break. So not at all marching. I, I saw an interview today with Chuck Schumer on the social media where they were, I guess they're out in front of all of these Supreme Court justices, all the conservative justices' houses, yes. protesting and That's everything. That's a federal crime, by the yeah, way. Well, not anymore, not under this administration. Yeah, it's crazy. It's yeah. picking, I just saw a thing today where they're investigating Elon Musk because yeah. he bought Twitter. Sure, because upset. he got rid they're of it. Well, they're, yeah. well he's ups, they're upset because, yeah. you know what, yeah. F- speech will f- be free on yeah. Twitter again. You Let's know? hope so. You yeah. know? But uh, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, I was telling a friend the other day, I, I, I was um, sitting, we were talking about the city, and I said, and we came up with the subject, I said, I, I, it was the day I bought my lottery tickets, because I buy lottery tickets every week. For, I just bought some. So I go over to 7-Eleven on uh, Cicero, nice lady there, Dorothy, she's, I've known her for a long time, she's, uh, she's there, so yeah. I go to an old Polish lady, Yeah. and uh, I get my tickets from her every week. And um, and I was talking to a friend about. That. I says, man, you know, whatever it was, the Powerball, whichever one was crazy, crazy, you know, through the roof. I says, I would take whatever my money I got. I take half that money, and I'd invest in communities, yeah. and not the way people would think. I would come to my community. I would build a youth center. You know, I I, I go to these different communities like Roseland, Inglewood. The West Side. I grew up on the West Side. Yeah. You know, I, these neighbors, these impoverished neighbors, that they keep promising to do things for that they don't do. No. They don't no. do it. You know, you got the teachers union, uh, the Stacy Gates Davis. She's, she, oh, you know, you know, they're having a thing. I guess they're going to uh, host Elon Omar at the at the oh, union the, hall. The part of the squad. The squad's coming. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I said, well, get some money out of them. You know, yeah. if, if you're going to have them over. But everything's geared towards this, you know, uh, progressive uh, mentality, yeah. which isn't be, which isn't progressive at all. Yeah. I mean, when you think about some of these politicians, they make one hundred seventy-seven thousand dollars, whatever they're getting it, be a congress senator, and they're they're multi multi millionaires. Mm-hmm. Where do they get their money? You That's know, why they don't want to leave. No. It's too easy. Term limits. Yeah. You need term, term limits for all of this stuff. Absolutely. All right, but you're starting to depress me, though. Yeah, well, let's talk about cheerier stuff. Like, <laughs> Well, I, here's what I want to ask you. Now, I know in a 27-year career, there's a lot of laughs and uh, as a police officer and everything, but now you guys are doing security at the ballgames. There's got to be some funny stuff that happens. Oh, my God. Uh, you know, tell us about oh that. Oh, my God. Uh, well, I, I think we've got a – wait, I think we've got a media uh, thing where we can't really talk about oh, certain things. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. We, we, we signed some sort of uh, – Okay. Some sort of disclosure. Okay. That we, you know, but you're right. There are some funny things yeah. there. Oh, yeah, you get some, you get some crazy well, stuff. Well, one thing is that they – the <coughs> Cleveland Indians are now the Cleveland Guardians. Guardians. Yeah, well. I can't get used to that. You know. Uh, I gotta and they, the, clo- they canceled the game today well because they, canceled, they all got COVID. Well, not all of them, but I guess enough players tested positive is what yeah. we were understanding. I don't know who and how yeah. many. Yeah. But, um, we, you know, it's um, – but being event security, so I've been doing it for 13 years. This will be my 14th year. It's fun. Yeah. How what many the, guys are, like, assigned to your – Well, it depends. You put in for it. It's, it's, it's you know, it's it's it's, it's – 
for me, it's a great part-time job because, like, if I don't – like I said, I had tickets to the game Monday. I yeah, had tickets yeah. to the game You're a fan. tomorrow. So I'm going, you know, you put in for what you want to work, you yeah, know. Yeah. And we work a lot, yeah. you know. But, there, I mean, we've gotten to meet some great people. I mean, pretty much him and I, you know, we are exclusive. We, we work together exclusively where okay. a lot of the other guys get tossed around. Yeah. And we've just – the people we've met and the contacts, and, I mean, we've got, we've got, we've, we've got relationships with fans – I mean, you can't put a price tag on it. You know, I always get the ribbon when coppers, you know, because coppers always want to make 50 bucks an hour, right? <laughs> and we don't make that. So uh-huh. we're not going to discuss the salary issues. <laughs> but uh, but we don't do it for the money. We do yeah. it because, uh, first of all, I love hockey. I love uh, baseball. Yeah. Um, I'm not a big pro basketball fan, but we've worked. Nor the, am we, I. We've worked the college games. Oh, okay. And the college games are so exciting. I yes. mean, they're just unbelievable. Yeah. And the concerts, you know, oh, I, yeah. I, I had a guy busting my chops once. Uh, I've had a couple of them. So, ah, I wouldn't do that job, uh, blah, 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 yeah, making that kind of money. I said, dude, have you met Paul McCartney? Oh, <laughs> uh, no, what's that got to do with this? Well, I met Paul McCartney, Mick Fleetwood. Uh-huh. I've escorted Adele. Uh, him and I, uh, we worked when the cup, when the Hawks won a cup in 2015. Oh, yeah, yeah. We were there till 5 in the morning with the last three players. Oh, no kidding. We were there yeah. with uh, yeah. Seabrook, Vermette, and uh, Sharp. Yeah. You know, <laughs> we weren't drinking. We weren't partying up. But, hey, I got to shake every player's hand yeah. that night. It was fun. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, it was uh-huh. it was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was a lot of you, you Put a price tag on it. Yeah. If you add up all of the concerts that we've worked and the acts that we've seen and you put a price tag. I had a friend. Uh, old neighbor, she's like, you're always working. You're retired. And I'm like, <laughs> I said to her, I says, Jane, how much did you and Bill pay for these tickets? Yeah. Oh, they're like $160 a piece. Yeah. Said, yeah, and you're in the back of the house. Uh. I'm going to be stage left for <laughs> Phil Collins. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the front row, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, Pink was our favorite. We worked Pink concert. And okay. they, wanted a, they wanted two guys to come in early. And, um I'm trying to we, think who's Pink. Pink, uh, the young she's, woman. Yeah, she's yeah. Well, yeah, she's, she's, cute, she's, she's I think. great. Yeah, great. So she comes in. She's got her daughter with her, and uh-huh. uh, you know, and she just comes in. We had a conversation. She's just so down to earth. Probably yeah. one of the best celebrities I've ever yeah. encountered. You know, and then she, then uh, they had a party for the drummer's daughter was there, and um, she comes running out with cake for us from the. Oh, you know, how just, nice! Yeah. Just how did I do? She come off stage. How you guys do you are do? backstage. Is that well? If we were for that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were back. We were down in the talent quarter. So we were. But she came out. She's like, "How did I do tonight? What did you think of the show? It's uh, phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, you're phenomenal. Yeah. She goes, "If I swear, yell at me because my daughter's here. I'm not supposed uh, to swear. Yeah. So. <laughs> but she's just just really great. I mean, it's just fun. It sounds and, you know, like it's fun. great. It's great people watching too. Yeah. And then we met some friends where we go on trips. We've gone to, the, we've we've seen almost every hawk game in yeah. Vegas. We go on road trips. With, oh no you know, As a group, you know. Yeah. So that, that's fun. I mean, you know, it's 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 enjoyable. I mean, the, the friends I've made. I've got pictures that people, you know, like come with their kids and they grow sure. up and yeah. we've got, we you know they just. They come looking for us, you know. He's uh, working with Jim Lee, oh, uh, you know. Uh, so we take pictures. I got kids. Uh, they, they started coming to the game with their parents. They were four years old, and now they're 12, you know. And, you know, as they grow and, you know. Tell me again how you got the name Lebo. Um, well, back, I think Rambo. No, I well, think. yeah, it, it goes back to when I was in the 11th district. And uh, 
Uh, is that Bridgeport? No, that was Harrison District, okay. West Side. All right. West Side. At the time, was probably the most deadly district. Uh, we actually had the We actually got a uh, unit citation for the largest crime, crime reduction because we were all young coppers there yeah. running around. So, yeah. you know, full of piss we, and we, we, we were. Yeah. We were. Yeah. Well, there was an officer of Juan class who's a great guy. He worked with us at Sox for a while. He's got, got a doctorate. I don't know why he was working at Sox, but. So Juan started calling, you know, it was right when Rambo came out. Okay. Well, First Blood came out, you know. Yeah, yeah. So he started calling me Lebo. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, Rambo, Lebo, you know, because we're, I was felt and running and chasing and, you know. The and, name and, still fits. Yeah. So then, um, you know, everybody started calling me Lebo. And then my kids started calling me Lebo. It's on your license plate. It's on my license plate. The kids were like. I love uh, it. Yeah. I was like, well, what am I going to get? I says, I, I was going to get White Sox plates before the memorial plate was came out as a permanent plate i used to get the memorial plate in october you could keep it on your car for a couple months but then you had to put yeah. the regular plates back on so i says i don't know what should i get on the white Sox plate my son's like lebo that's it yeah. all the kids lebo lebo oh, so that's I, great so yeah. there it is yeah that's true who else is gonna put it on their plate right <laughs> <laughs> that's dynamite so it was fun uh, yeah so uh, they don't. They didn't. You know, they they call me by my last name, and then other expletive deleted. Uh, you know. How long have you been doing an American voice, which is a great. Well, group. I started it out. I was on uh, one group, and then I got kicked off the group, and I started a group. I, I called it Nineteenth Ward Use. You can lose, and then a, oh. a couple of years, I got aggravated, and you know, again with politics and everything, so yeah. I changed the name of the group to American Voice. Oh, so that was in a former Nineteenth Ward. Yeah, group. well, okay. it was. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. and uh. and um, I expanded. You know. You know, I'll put some political stuff on there. First of all, I don't like any of the. I, I try not to put anything on there. Well, first of all, I won't put anything on there from Breitbart, The Flame, CNN. You know, unless it's relevant. You yes. know, I won't put any Breitbart stuff or any occupied Democrats nonsense on there. None of this supers. But Breitbart silly. is right. Is yeah, I, I, don't, I, yeah, I don't care for the, okay. that site at all. You know, okay, I'm a fan. Yeah. Well, like my Breitbart. thing is this: I do my own research too. Yes. I try to okay. look at all different points of view. Yeah, you know, and try to get a better perspective. Um, a lot of times, I'll watch videos. You know, some of these news uh, sites will they'll put a snippet of a video or a snippet of this, and then yeah, yeah. I'll go back and I'll find the, the, the whole, whole thing, thing and watch get the whole ten story. minutes and. Yeah. Usually I'm only on there doing stuff in the morning for Facebook, but uh, I'll check in a couple times during the day, especially if something's going on or I hear something's going on, I'll look. But uh, yeah, people get a little so crazy. How on many there. members is it? A membership thing? Yeah. Well, I'm mine's a, a private group, so oh, okay. so if you you know you apply and you know, I I want to make let sure. Me in. Well, I want to make sure because I get a lot of um, not jobs. Well, the thing is with the if you keep a public status on the group. Then anybody can post, right? Oh, so, yeah, you don't want like, that. Uh, I've gotten people from Tanzania, and you know, yeah. you know, these people are they're trying to steal other people's information. Sure. Yeah. So if I if you don't have a connection, or if I don't see like, uh, you know, and I've got people from all over the country now. I've got people yeah. from all over the country, but I, I I before I approve them, they have to ask certain questions, and then I also look and see, you know, I I you know I go to our Facebook page and make sure that they didn't just join. Yeah. yesterday and oh, they're yeah. trying to you know infiltrate well yeah, yeah it's yeah. not so much infiltrating but i try to protect people from getting their information stolen you know because it's 
during my career as a police officer, that happened quite often. I, was, I used to go to the 7-Eleven on 63rd and Kilbourne, and the girls were great. I'd go there in the morning, first thing, when I was a sergeant on days and eight, and I'd go walk in there and get my tea or coffee or whatever. And um, the girls grabbed me one time, and they're like, hey, Sergeant Plecky, I don't know what's going on with this guy, but he's coming in here, he's buying these cards, the money cards, right? The, oh, the, yeah, yeah, like cash cards? Yeah, yeah, well, gift was, cards, gift well, cards. Well, these yeah. were money cards. I don't remember what the, what the company was, but, you know, where, like, so he... I says, okay, and they knew where he lived because he had to fill out the paper. Well, we're not, you know, oh. They're sharing this information. I don't know if they're supposed to share it, but the guy, she goes, he came in, he, you know, he bought like $5,000 worth the other day. And oh, then he wow. Bought, she goes, and he's an elderly man, and I, we think he's being scammed. Somebody's shaking him so down. So I go down to the yeah. house. I go to the house. Oh, no kidding. And uh, it was the social security scam, you know. Oh. Will you ever get that call? No. We're, we're, they leave you a voicemail. I'm from Social Security. You got it. Oh, right? I've so, seen. I've heard them. So, but yeah, you know, know, and if you don't pay us, you owe X amount of dollars. We're, we're going to shut you off. Somebody's going to come and arrest you. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. got a warrant for your arrest. And I got Edner. You got some guy from Jamaica or wherever. Yeah. India. Yeah. You know, I says, well, I says, Social Security. I, so I go to the guy's house. And now the guy's he's a retired city worker. He's like oh, wow. 77 years old. Oh. He's in tears. Sure. They're going to come and arrest you. Don't worry about it. Yeah. So the oh. guy calls. The guy calls at the prearranged time. And this dude's giving him money. Yeah. He's reading off the numbers. Oh, giving him the boy. numbers. Yeah. I says, how much money did you give him? He admitted to like $14,000. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I said, look. So I said to the guy, I says, hi, who's this? And he goes, who are you? I want to talk to so-and-so. And I'm like, no, I'm his son. I says, uh. I says, you work, you, well, you know, and he gives me the whole social security song and dance. How they're yeah. going to come in. We're going to arrest your father. I said, well, I'm a, I'm a criminal investigator for social security administration. <laughs> I says, where, 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 what office are you at right now? Click. Oh, F you, F you, oh, yeah. F you. He hangs up, you know, yeah. but it's too late. You already got him for how much? It's, it's not terrible. And, and they pray oh, on the elderly. The yeah. yeah. You got that and you've got the Romanians and they go around, uh, you quote unquote, probably not politically correct but the gypsy scam guys yeah know, they, come out. they follow people home from the banks they follow them home from the uh grocery stores you they know, know they, they knock, got cash on them yeah. well they knock on the door and they push their way in the door hey can i get a glass of water you know the elderly person opens it up and they push their way in yeah i, I used to go around i gave uh, i used to give um i used to go to the senior center in, in the eighth district and you know, they come and meet, and you tell them, hey. Okay. And, then I f and then I found out some lady in the ninth District who used to come to our senior center, she ended up going to, uh, they, they pushed her in a way or her house. She lived on Troy, around 39th and Troy. And the dudes went down in the basement. So what they do is they, they run to a part of the house, and then, you know, you follow them, right? Well, she remembered. Yeah. And then the other guys come in. And so when they came in and they ran past her, she locked the front door. And then they went down in the basement, and she had a, a bolt on the door. Yeah. And they couldn't get out of the basement because she had scissor gates on the basement oh, door. Oh, yeah. So she called up and said, you know, I'm, I'm an elderly person, and yeah. I'm, I'm being home invaded. Yeah. Well, boom, because that's what I told them. I said, tell them you're elderly, and they have, you're, you're, they're being home invaded. So they got these two guys, and they were uh, good. For, uh, they, they had criminal history forever, and they, yeah. they went to prison, so. Good. 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 Yeah. But she goes, I remember what the sergeant told me when I went to the senior center. Oh, that's good. So it was cool. Yeah. And there's more and more of that stuff happening. You know, it's terrible.
Not uh, as much out here by us, but it does happen. Oh, I get I get phone calls like that all the oh, time. Oh, yeah, you get the scams. But I just say, yeah, you and hang up. But, Same thing uh, with the police organizations. You get the guy calling up about, I'm from a police organization. Oh, yeah, yeah. Police organizations don't solicit on the phone. No, no. 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 But that's one of their. Well, I volunteer for the Memorial Foundation. We don't. I, I don't call people up. You know. Uh, uh, well, that's good that you're doing that because that pisses me off. That, oh yeah. That, that crap. Well, back then we were doing it. Now it's. See, I'm a senior citizen. Yeah. They're trying to take advantage of my me. My kids keep telling me that I'm a senior citizen. I'm like, <laughs> easy does it. <laughs> okay, age is just a number. That's right. Somebody was asking me the other day. They're like. Uh, you've been retired 10 years. When did you retire? <laughs> I says, well, when I turned 55. You're going to be 65? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. And um, I'm like, yeah. Well, you don't look 65. Well, you should see me in the morning when I get up. <laughs> you know? uh, well. But I like to put stuff on social media that kind of cracks people up every once you in a while. You do. I did my random yeah. thoughts the other day. I was sitting there. I read it. Like, yeah. People are like, where do you come up with this stuff? You know. Oh, I did read that one. It was very funny. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I try to get people to uh, <laughs> you know, laugh once in a while. You yeah. make people smile. Uh, but you know what? Then you get reactions and comments. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I think yeah. I put a I can't remember. Yeah, it was but, funny. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I always joke around with people. And I say, uh, they, what, what are you doing today? I said, I'm going to get a pedicure. They're like a pedicure. <laughs> well, have you ever? <laughs> I I get them every couple months. So I started getting them. This is a good story. Years yeah. ago, years ago when I was in narcotics, we had a guy in a team who's a very famous guy, by the way. Now, a copper. Probably, yeah, you probably should get him on the show. His name is Brian Luce. Oh, sure. He works so, with the TV show. He works with the TV show. Yeah, well, we yeah. were on the same narcotics team okay. back in, in the day, and Brian, Brian was a buy officer. Mm-hmm. So he comes into the office one day, and he's wiggling his toes. He's wearing flip-flops. And, you know, uh, uh, he's got, Brian's got a gravelly voice. You know, he's yeah. like, hey, uh, so I said, what, what, what are you doing? He goes, I got, I got a pedicure. <laughs> and I can tell you this because I told every star that on that show that's come to the United Center of the White Sox, of the, the pedicure story. <laughs> yes. And they're like, they can't wait to go back oh, and bust his chops, bust, right? Yeah. <laughs> so he comes in, he's wiggling his toes. Man, he, I said, what did you watch? Man, I got a pedicure. It's the best thing. Hey, you know, look. Even got the polish. I'm like, dude, that's weird, you know. <laughs> so I was making fun of him, right, you know. So then my neighbor buys me, you know, buys me a gift certificate for a Ah, pedicure. there you go. So I went, you know, and, um, yeah, man, I walked out here. I got the wax, the whole thing. Mm. And Don't laugh, dude. You got to go to it. You got to try it. Yeah. I, I actually got a retired uh, lieutenant to do it. Well, he wasn't retired at the time. Jimmy Cascone, great guy. He is retired. He is a lieutenant. And last year when we were working as for a memorial foundation, we were giving hand sanitizer out to, oh, the, yeah. to the different districts. The memorial was getting sanitizer because Lori gave everybody the expired san- hand sanitizer. Uh, she did. So, yeah, yeah. Was, uh, the shit that you looked at and was like, whoa. Oh, I said, Lori. That's all right. Like, it's Irish you looked, radio. You looked, you looked back at it and it was expired like five <laughs> years, you know. So... So Jimmy didn't send his, anybody from his unit to get it. So I call him out and say, dude, you didn't send anybody to get your hand sanitizer. He goes, ah, just bring it. Yeah. You know, drop it out of my house. He lives in the neighborhood, right? Yeah. So I bring it over to his house. He comes to, the, comes to the door, and his wife's a sweetheart. He comes to the door. He's barefoot. I look down at his feet. I says, dude, you need a pedicure. <laughs> I ain't getting no pedicure. He says, come on. 
do your wife a favor because your feet look like Golem from the Lord of the Rings, you know? I said, come on, dude, seriously. We went. Okay. So we went. I got to look on my phone. I can't find a picture, but I, we were sitting there, and I snapped a picture of him. You know, he's very macho. I used to call him General Pat. He's a very highly decorated uh, lieutenant. He was a great policeman. Not a good policeman, a great policeman. And... Um, yeah, so uh, I got uh, so when his, uh, when his party comes up in uh, yeah. June, I I think I'll be, I think we'll be back from New York because we're going to New York to play the New York Police in a in ride, what? Ryder Cup match. So I, golf, I, yeah. So oh, I golf cool. I golf with the Police League. I'm one of the worst golfers in the league, but yeah. I'm going to get better. <laughs> yeah. My goal is to be the most improved golfer this year. Yeah. So I, I so you guys are going to play the New York Cops in a golf outing? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, yeah, a bunch of us. You, and you could be crummy, you know. They're going to match you up with yeah. another crummy guy from New York or whatever. Yeah. But <laughs> that'll be fun. So it's yeah, it's supposed to be really. When yes. is that? In June? Yeah, in June, middle of June, we're going. You got to come back and tell us about it after. Oh, I can't wait to yeah. go. I can't, yeah. you know. And New York is one of those places that I wouldn't said I really didn't want to go to. Oh yeah. I've been to Philadelphia. I've been to Philadelphia. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's. I lived I got, in New York for 12 years. I got a great friend right. in Philly uh, for the Philadelphia. He, Big he was, Irish community there. Yeah, right. well, yeah, Bob Bob was on the task force, FBI task force, the same time I was on the FBI, FBI task force there, Bob Clark. And um, he gets uh, he gets on there. So, uh, you know, I've been out there a couple times. We went out there to work, actually. He had a case. We went out there for about a week and w- stayed there working on the case because I was detailed to the FBI, so we had martial status, so oh, we could go yeah. around the country. Yeah. But then I went for his retirement party, and it was, I think we were in the oldest Irish bar in Philadelphia. Is down, I think it was on Front Street. Yeah. And I was like, dude, man, this, this city is dirty. <laughs> it, it was dirty before. It's dirtier now, you know. <laughs> it was crazy. And then he gets, he gets a, it was funny, uh, you know, the, inspector or the attorney general or whatever they call him out there hires him after he retires oh sure and puts him right back on the fbi task force oh, so yeah. bob introduces me to yeah. him and i can't remember his name and a big irish guy big man hands like massive he comes over to me hey nice to meet you you came you know i, I told him i said i'm gonna fly out here for your racket when you retire oh good for and, you and um he goes, nice to meet you. You know Bob, huh? I was like, yeah, Bob's a great guy. He goes, you know this son of a gun? He didn't call it a son of a gun. He said, I'm watching my language. <laughs> call him something else. He goes, now he's going to get paid twice for <laughs> doing the same stuff he was doing before. <laughs> you know, so he's, he hired him as an investigator, put him right back on the FBI task force. So. Do you think the pedicure helped in the <laughs> golf game at all? I definitely think it does. <laughs> That's like I said in my little post. You know, you, you know, the older you get, the harder your it's nails. H- it's harder to get down well, there. Well, it's I'll not just harder to get down there, but the nails get harder. Oh, yeah. I said, and this toenails, is what I said, yeah. the toenail, especially the big toe. You sniff that big toenail, oh, man. boom, man, oh, it yeah. ricochets across the bathroom. Yeah. And then you get up in the pee in the middle of the night, you step on it. It's like stepping on a Lego. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, yeah, what is it? Oh, I found a toenail. There it oh, is stuck yeah. to your foot, you know? <laughs> the things are like missiles, you know? You almost got to wear goggles when you're cutting your toenails. So now I just go over to this place on 95th and Cicero, and they take care of it. And I get them done like every two, three months. And uh, I was gonna I'm going to get Jim to go. He's like shaking his head. No way. Um, I got one in Vegas because uh, I w- want a free trip. And Frankie Moran, I don't know if you know Frankie from the neighborhood, 
So we both went and got pedicures. We have this Asian ladies. It was a lot of laughs, I can tell you that. Yeah. And Frankie I'll tell you, the girls, we're metrosexuals. Uh, yeah. I think that I tell you, dude, I, I'm, I'm not kidding. You got to take care of your feet. Yeah. You got to take care of your feet. <laughs> you get older. I'm not kidding, man. You get yeah. older, you yeah. got to do the right thing. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's it, you know, you walk out of there afterwards, you know, especially in the wintertime, you know. You know, I, we see. That's a United Center story I could tell. You know, you see these women come in with the flip-flops. Yes. You know, and, you know, they got the curse of the crooked toe. Oh, yeah. You know, when you get to be like 60 and their yeah. toes are like this. Or they got the painted toenails that are three inches long. Yeah. You know, you're like, what are you going to do with that? You know, that's scary. You know, it's not flip-flop season in the middle of winter, you know. Are you guys with the socks all summer now? Uh, most of the time, yeah. We'll, oh, we'll still fill in at uh, United Center if there's a, something going on. Oh, you just say so you're the socks at United Center? <coughs> Whatever we put in for, you know. Oh, okay. Most of the time we'll work socks. Here's that Fox's Pizza, yeah. It's the oh, best, best pizza in Chicago. Um, well, you're having fun. Oh, you know? yeah. yeah. I, I mean, you know what? I, I've worked with guys that uh, – when they retired, they didn't do anything. Yeah. I mean, nuts. nothing. Yeah. You know, I had a, a really good guy we worked in gangs with, and he retired. He collected three checks, and oh. he had a heart attack. And all he was oh, doing yeah. was going to the tavern in the afternoon. Yeah, he, yeah. You yeah. know, you, you can't do that every day. No. It's just not good. You yeah. got to stay active. Yeah, yeah. To me, I'm just going to keep going, you know, I, you know, until I can't. Well, one of the things we do with this show and I've told you this before, is the show is dedicated to Irish first responders because we believe that the uh, firefighters, paramedics, the cops, the nurses, now we do nurses, oh, the nurses are, are awesome. the modern-day equivalent of our mythological Irish warriors. And we made you an honorary Irishman yeah. last time you were here. But also because of what happened in 2020 and continues oh, yes. with the no respect well, for the police I'll, and I'll we have this you, insane got, mayor. And, when, go we got, when we got our, uh, you know, when they sent out the uh, stimulus checks, you know, I was like, I have a friend who was living in, who lived in, uh, who, who cuts hair. She lives in Vegas. She, boom, all of a sudden, now she can't cut hair. Everything's shut down, right? Oh, so I sent, I sent her some of the money. And, you know, I didn't Good even tell you. her. I said, what are you doing? I just, Oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. I mean, I, I got no money. You know, it's, yeah. you know, you got to file for unemployment or whatever. How do you do that if you're uh, uh, self-employed. self-employed, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then um, and then the nurses at, uh, at Little Company, because yeah. that's where I had COVID pneumonia. I was in Little Company. Did you really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. That was before the interview. Okay. And I so I, I just went to, I took whatever money I had left. Uh, one of the ladies in my group said her daughter was a nurse there. So I said, you tell me what they need. Uh, what do they need? Well, they wanted K-cups. They wanted, uh, you know, for the Keurigs. Uh, they wanted mints because their mouth was dry. So I bought, I, I spent the rest of the stimulus check on that. Yeah. You know, I was like. You know, you're also very involved with any kind of a police event where there's a run. Because I see it. I see it on well, the I website. Well, I didn't do it this year. I didn't work the run. Uh, like I said, we went to a retirement party for my, my buddy uh, who retired as a sergeant. Yeah. And then, um, so I didn't I didn't work the run this year, but I I dressed up as uh, Frosty the Snowman for Operation Santa for the memorial. Wow! And um, I've been doing that for some years. And, and you we, were making sandwiches and all this stuff. Well, we did we did uh, three barbecues last year when okay. they when the city, and I don't know if I'm, we're talking about maybe doing it this year, but unfortunately Memorial Day weekend is um, Cub Sox. 
Ah. So uh, it's all hands on deck sure. at the at the at the Sox. But uh, Monday is Memorial Day, so I haven't I haven't seen anything yet. They haven't said they're going to cancel it. They canceled the days off, but they didn't say they were going to put them on 12-hour shifts. You know, there was a thing, a, a fight broke out in the bleachers with the Cubs Sox the last game. Two fat guys got into it. Two Did Cub you? fans. Were they both Cub fans? Both Cub fans, and yeah. And they couldn't, they were so drunk. Or whatever. Oh, don't worry. Uh, We've been on social media a bunch of times on Twitter <laughs> breaking up. Last year's okay. Cubs Sox. Okay. We were out there. <laughs> We were out there uh, working at it. Yeah. It was a riot just to watch, yeah. and then people in the crowd are going, one guy's going, that guy's my ride home. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's some interesting stuff. Uh-huh. But it's, it, you know, it's alcohol. You know, people come out there, and, you know, you're, you're t- you know, it's just not socks. And, you know, they don't do it at United Center. United Center's pretty calm. We don't, yeah. Every once in a while we'll get something going on, but very rarely. It's, it's, you know. Most of the guys, everybody has a good job. I mean, the United Center. How many center. seats in the United Center? Oh, uh, well, it depends on the event. If it's a concert, yeah. you know, it might be 16,000 might be okay. the capacity. Yeah. Or depends on the stage setup and everything. Yeah. For Blackhawks, I think it's almost 22,000. Wow. Or no, no, Bulls, it's almost 22,000. Yeah. Uh, last, yeah, and then Hawks, 21, yeah. Uh, the the record for attendance last we heard was when s- the first time Sebastian Maniscalco came, oh, and then we were just Pat, talking about him and Pat McGann. Pat McGann yeah. was the opener. It was guy. hilarious. Pat's a, I, I, I talked to, you know, he'll come to the games and stuff, and we'll yeah. talk. He's great. Yeah. He's funny. Huh. But that was they 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 sold out. I think every Italian within forty miles was there. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was like, hey, oh, hey, hey. He's a very the last funny time, guy. The last time we were we we, we had a situation, which again we can't get into, but <laughs> but it was a lot of day. Hey, yo, hey, damn those those. Hey, hey, you know who I am? <laughs> what are you talking about? We're talking to Levi Lecky. Lebo. It was fun. Uh, Twenty-seven years retired. Sergeant, uh, a veteran of the Chicago Police Department, and ten years retired now. Uh, well, ten years retired from the police department. Yeah. yeah. So. Okay. Well, it sounds like you guys are having a lot of fun. We're trying. Yeah. We're trying. Got to get Jimmy done on the show. You got to. Yeah. Uh, I, I said you got to yeah. get him on here. He'd be okay. great. <laughs> yeah, you'd be great. Uh, He's great. All right, we're gonna have to wrap this up, but Lebo. Yeah. Always a pleasure to have you on uh, the show. It's an honor to yeah. be here, yeah. sir. Yeah. It's an honor. You to You make be it here. so easy. Just. Put him on and he, he lets yeah, go. He just strikes on. Yeah, that's what people say. Yeah. <laughs> it's perfect. It's my kids sit there yeah. and they go, we didn't learn how to talk for about till we were 10 because <laughs> you, you were let talking. us get a word in edgewise. <laughs> anyway, so. thank you, pal. Uh, thank God you. bless you. Thank and, you. And, and thank you. Keep doing thank, what you're yeah, doing. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a little break here on Hibernian Radio. We'll be right back after these messages from our friends. <laughs> With a history going all the way back to 1896, the International Union of Operating Engineers has continued to protect workers and their families with loyalty and brotherhood. Local 150 has continued to thrive through economic booms and busts with careful training and aggressive organizing. Under the leadership of President and Business Manager Jim Sweeney, Local 150 has implemented programs and action plans to create work, protect benefits, and keep members working. And they've been helping the Irish-American community of Chicagoland for just as long. The Hibernian Radio Show is proud to be associated with Jim Sweeney and Local 150. And we salute the continuing efforts of the International Union of Operating Engineers and their support of Irish and Irish-American families now and in the future. Thanks to Local 150. 
your family has suffered a loss, there's one family I know who will be there for you. Robert J. Sheehy and Sons Funeral Homes are third generation, family owned and operated. The Sheehy family has dedicated their lives serving families throughout Chicago and the southwest suburbs. The Robert J. Sheehy and Sons Funeral Home was incorporated in 1913 as a storefront at 76th and Halston in Chicago. At the time, this was one of the few standalone funeral homes of its kind and was to be the first of many to come bearing the Sheehy name. The founder, Roger Sheehy Sr., was soon joined in business by his three sons, Roger Jr., Jack, and Bob. This trademark of service is evident 98 years later as Bob and Jim Sheehy, third generation, own and operate two locations in Orland Park and Burbank. At Sheehy's, the name on their sign outside the funeral home means something. For them, it's very important that everyone be treated as if they were family, friend, or neighbor, as they very well could be. When my brother Willie died a few years ago, the Sheehy's took very good care of our family. And you know, you never forget something like that. Their entire staff cares about each and every family they serve. Every detail is handled in a professional and personal manner. On a daily basis, the directors Bill Kiley, Mike LaRock, and John Sullivan, and the rest of the staff take great pride in their work, serving families as if they were their own. Bob Sheehy will tell you, we pride ourselves on offering the highest level of professionalism with every family we serve. Robert J. Sheehy and Sons Funeral Homes, here for you since 1913. Irish American News has been bringing you the news important to the Irish in Chicagoland for over 40 years. If you like mostly good news and information from all aspects of the Irish community, check out Irish American News. To advertise or subscribe, call our friend Cliff Carlson at 847-872-0700 or email him at cliff at irishamericannews.com. Irish American News. We've always been green. Hey folks, Charlotte Houlihan here. Did you know that Hibernian Radio is now streaming worldwide on Global Irish Radio? Every Saturday night at 7 p.m. or 1 a.m. in Ireland, yes, the Irish are always way ahead of us, check it out at globalirishradio.com or capital G-I-R dot I-E. Southsiders have always known where to get the best pizza on earth, Fox's Pizza. For over a half century, the Fox family has been creating a delicious thin crust za that your mouth will tell you, this can only be Fox's. It's a Chicago Beverly Institution at 99th and Western, as well as in Orland Park, where they combine delicious food with an Irish pub ambiance. You got the best of both worlds. Still owned by Tom and Frank Fox, whose mom and dad, Frank and Teresa, bought the Western location from Al Capone's sister back in 1964. They open the doors in Orland at 73 at 143rd and Ravinia Avenue. You'll recognize the stone turrets of their Irish castle, whose great times have been celebrated for generations of Chicagoland Irish. Fox's is perfect for the whole family, pickup or delivery, or you can dine in, relax and have a cocktail with your dinner, whether it's steak, ribs, chicken, or especially pizza, it's all good. Having a party? Fox's also does catering. Call Foxes in Beverly at 773-239-3212 or in Orland Park at 708-349-2111. They're proud sponsors of Hibernian Radio and all Irish first responders. Mention this show for a free toothpick. Gotta love that Foxes pizza.
Flood Brothers Disposal was started over 90 years ago by their grandfather. With more than 20 family members still involved with day-to-day operations, the floods are service-oriented and believe that the right way is the only way to do something. Flood Brothers are price competitive and still offer the personal touch in an industry-trending corporate. For client-centric service without all of that corporate garbage, call Flood Brothers today for a quote on your solid waste recycling and yard waste collection services. Call Bob Flood today at 630-261-0400 or go online at floodbrothersdisposal.com. Welcome back to the Flood Brothers. And we are back on Hibernian. Hey, big thanks to Lebo. Lebo, I like you. That was terrific. I want to remind everybody, uh, and my friend Jimmy Hauser, uh, the attorney, they're doing will the Wills for Heroes program May 14th. I think that is Saturday? Yeah. From 8.30 a.m. to 2 p.m. at Chicago Police Headquarters, 3510. Is that State Street? Is that 3510 South State Street? At Michigan. The, Michigan. Oh, Michigan. Uh, at the police headquarters. And if you have a will or estate planning you want to get done and you're a cop, these guys will do it for free. It's through the uh, Chicago Bar Association. It's a great organization. Uh, ask for Jimmy Hauser. He's a pal of mine. Also, uh, his buddy uh, Dennis Campusto is there. They're both attorneys. They're doing Wills for Heroes May 14th from 8.30 to 2 p.m. this Saturday at police headquarters, 3510 South Michigan. So check that out. Also, I want to remind everybody we're going to Ireland again October 19th to the 27th. Uh, it's me and uh, the lovely and talented Emer Arkin. She's a 10-time All-Ireland fiddling champion, dancer, uh, singer. Uh, she's just a, a lovely get the darling girl from Claire. That's her signature tune. Uh, and she's coming with us. And also the Chicago Guard of Pipes and Drums, who have been on the show many times and, and also with us on our Irish pub. They're going with us. We're going to uh, Cork. Uh, we're going to Dingle for three nights. We're going to Dublin for two nights. We're going to have a blast. And if you've met anybody who's been on the trip, they'll tell you it's the trip of a lifetime. So we'd love to have you join us. It's land only, 2100 bucks. You will not find a deal like that on any of the other Irish trips in town. So we want you there. We want you to join us. Uh, you, for more information, get a hold of Brian Fitzgerald at Specialized Travel Services, 1-800-664-7474. Tell them Hooli sent you, and we'd love to have you join us in October for the trip of a lifetime. Okay, now, Billy, you know, whenever I'm walking down Ken's or Western Avenue, I'm walking by Ken's, Hearts, Cork and Carrie, or any of these great Irish saloons, and I see the ghost of my old pal Jimmy Goff through the mist, and he says to me, Hey, Hooli, who died? Mary McInerney, devoted daughter of the late William McInerney of County Clare, Ireland, cherished sister of Therese, Kay, Patrick, and John. A dear friend of many, Mary was a graduate of Loyola University Law School and was retired from practice. She is greatly missed by her family and friends. I uh, got to rest her lovely soul, Mary McInerney from County Clare. Ed Lyons, a beloved husband of Eileen Lyons, a larger-than-life uncle to more than 55 nieces and nephews. Ed graduated from Our Lady of Peace. Mount Carmel High School, my alma mater, in 1957. St. Ambrose University, he loved and held his friends close to his heart. He was involved with sports from his high school days until he retired from umpiring high school and college football games. He was kind, thoughtful, and didn't tolerate bullies. So 
I'm sure he kicked a lot of butt. God rest his soul, Ed Lyons and Billy, he was waked, and the arrangements were handled by she's. Other eight people go. Uh, now here's a kind of out of left field because my friend P.J. O'Day gave me these this morning. Sonia Goldberg. <laughs> I don't know how she got on the show. She's the wife of the late Rabbi Norman Goldberg, devoted mother of Henry, Jonathan, and Deborah. Uh, so, God rest her soul, Sonia Goldberg. Um, John T. Kelly, 71, loving son of the late Arnold and the late Betty, beloved brother of the late Roberta and Roger. God rest his soul, John T. Kelly. Rose Couch Papish, this is another PJ pick. Made her peaceful departure on May 4th at the age of 98. Maybe that's why she's in there, because PJ's 96. She is reunited in heaven with her loving husband, Walter, her parents, Stanley and Ursula, all of her siblings, Sophie, Eleanor, Edward, Stanley, and Frank, as well as many cherished relatives and friends. Rose was a loving mother of Gloria, Donna, and Christina. God rest her so lovely soul, Rose Couch Papish. Martin William Sullivan. Marty passed away on February 19th. Wait a minute. 2020. I guess he's they're just getting to him now. Beloved husband, the late Carol, is preceded in death by his father, Martin Sullivan, mother Jane, and son Kevin Sullivan, and brother Richard Sullivan. A funeral mass will be held in his honor at St. Francis Church in Wilmette this Saturday at 11 a.m. God rest his soul, Martin William Sullivan. Eileen A. Knee, 94. Remember the Knee sisters, Billy, from the Heritage Center? I don't know if she's one of them. She's probably related to them. She was the cherished sister of Dudley and the late John, Michael, and Mary. Uh, she will be missed by, she was 94. She will be missed by many friends, great nieces and nephews and family near and far in Ireland. Eileen was a lifelong resident of Chicago and a longtime parishioner of Queen of All Saints Basilica. She was a proud, long, long, she was proud of her long employment with the Chicago Sun-Times. She cared deeply about her family and her faith. Her family loved her positivity and considered her an angel on earth. God rest her soul. Eileen A. Knee, 94. Also want to give a shout-out, Mike Haggerty, Second City guy, guy from the neighborhood, great actor, funny guys, terrific personality. Uh, he died. I don't have his obit in front of me. Uh, we might have news on that later in the show. But there was something else. Oh, I, here's what I wanted to run down. Now, those are the obits that we, we did, but PJ gave me 19 obits this morning. <laughs> Let me just give you some of the names of the people he gave me. He gave me uh, Gilda Weinert. What the heck is she doing on there? Sonia Goldberg. Uh, uh, Sue Chait. Rita Stachinak, 97. That's probably Robert Bruce Rattenbury, 93. Nick Gallo. Come on. Daniel asked, anyway, God bless you, PJ. We can't do them all. We tried just to do the Irish ones, but we get, we let Sonia Goldberg in there just for you, PJ. <laughs> so let's close up the crypt, Billy, and take a little break, and we'll come back and take a visit to Hooleytown. So stick around. Cops and firefighters risk their lives almost every day. So they shouldn't have to risk their hard-earned dough in any get-rich schemes or the blather of old pals in the real estate biz. And good luck trying to figure out the stock market or cryptocurrency or even economics 101 when you come home exhausted at the end of your shift. What you need is somebody you can trust. 
and they're in short supply these days. Hey, take it from me. I've lost fortunes in showbiz because I thought I was smarter than everybody else and I wound up bankrupt and broke. It took me a long time to decide to find a friend I could trust who had my family's best interests at heart. That friend was my late pal, Joe Madden. I met him as he passed the basket at St. Luke's and I'd turn my pockets inside out as he came to my pew and I'd say, I'm tapioca. He laughed, but didn't stop him from supporting my films and showbiz endeavors over the years. Joe Madden had my back. A few years before he died, Joe started Madden Funds with his sons, Mike and Danny. The Maddens and Houlihans have been pals for a long, long time. They can advise the best path for your investments. Madden Funds will have your back too. Need advice on your 401k or your rollover IRA? You can trust Madden Funds to help you protect and grow your investments now and in your family's future. Go to their website, maddenfunds.com, or call Mike or Dan Madden at 708-848-3200 and tell them who Lee sent you. Flood Brothers Disposal was started over 90 years ago by their grandfather. With more than 20 family members still involved with day-to-day operations, the floods are service-oriented and believe that the right way is the only way to do something. Flood Brothers are price competitive and still offer the personal touch in an industry-trending corporate. For client-centric service without all of that corporate garbage, call Flood Brothers today for a quote on your solid waste, recycling, and yard waste collection services. Call Bob Flood today at 630-261-0400 or go online at floodbrothersdisposal.com. Welcome back to the Flood Brothers. Hey, everybody. This is Charlotte Houlihan. Don't touch that dial. My grandpa will be right back some more Hibernian radio. He said something about seeing a man about a horse. Sounds like I'm actually going to get that pony after all. Irish American News has been bringing you the news important to the Irish in Chicagoland for over 40 years. If you like mostly good news and information from all aspects of the Irish community, check out Irish American News. To advertise or subscribe, call our friend Cliff Carlson at 847-872-0700 or email him at cliff at irishamericannews.com. Irish American News. We've always been green. On the Death Walk of Saloons that decorate Western Avenue, only the Cork and Carry Irish Pub, the soul of Beverly, sits right on a 50-yard line of Chicago's Southside Irish St. Patrick's Day Parade at 106th and Western. Generations of Southside Irish have quenched their thirst in the Cork, snuggling up to memories of family faith and fierce loyalty to friends. It's the jewel of this neighborhood where we celebrated weddings, christenings, wakes, and unforgettable victories. Proprietors Bill Guidi and Mike Fitzpatrick, now celebrating 20 years in business, welcome you home for a cold brew to share a good story or help you throw one hell of a party. With over 20 beers on tap and a full bar for your pleasure, this is the spot you can sink a root and get your Irish on. Cork has plenty of seating, from our private event rooms to our 300-person beer garden. Our interior space brings you back to the homeland of Ireland with our vintage photos and authentic Irish decor and Chicago memories of the good old days. So say hello to a stranger, make a new friend, fall in love, or just enjoy the company of people you forgot you knew. The Cork and Kerry continues the Southside tradition parents and grandparents brought here from the old country. Come on by the Cork and Kerry and get some. 
the Cork and Carry Irish Pub, 10614 Southwestern Avenue, for private parties, just pails hanging out, or intimate cocktail rendezvous. Come on home to the south side of Chicago at the Cork and Carry. And we're back. Hey, you know what? I wanted to give an update. Mike Haggerty, a character actor known for his roles in films like, in shows like Friends, Overboard, the film. He was in that with uh, Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. He passed away. Uh, Bridget Everett, his co-star in Somebody Somewhere, said in an Instagram post, with great sadness, the family of Michael Haggerty announced his death yesterday in Los Angeles. A beloved character actor, his love of his hometown of Chicago and his family were the cornerstones of his life. Just want to give him a shout out because what a terrific guy and he's a neighborhood guy and he did all right for himself. So God rest his soul, Mike Haggerty. All right, now we're going to take a little trip to our favorite place, Hooli Town. See what we can come up with. Deep, deep in deep, the south deep. side of Chicago. Get me out of here. So deep, deep, all deep. the way up to 93rd Street. Get me out of here, please. Across the tracks. Where they only spoke yakky dot. Oh. And the people barely survived on a strict diet of crunchy bunks and bad food. Hey, man, you want another drink? Yes. Huh? Can I get you two? This yeah. This is almost 70 years we're talking. 70 when years? The what? Oh. Something entered his cranium. His cranium? Right. And wormed around his frontal lobes and oh. took him to a state of mind. Mind, yes. mind, mind. Been placed on the other side of bunkers. Welcome. <laughs> <a> crazy, <laughs> silly, screwy. Have a seat. Known as... Hooli Town. Hooli Town. Town. Welcome to Town. Don't stay too long, though. How come? Because you might not come back. <laughs> welcome to Hooli Town. Why, thank you. And you're welcome. Welcome, welcome to Hooli Town. A little story about a old man, Mr. Wallace, who's living in a nursing home. One day, and he appeared to be very sad and depressed. Nurse Tracy asked him if there was anything wrong. Yes, Nurse Tracy, said Mr. Wallace. My private part died today, and I am very sad. Knowing her patients were a little forgetful and sometimes a little crazy, she replied, Oh, I'm so sorry, Mr. Wallace. Please accept my condolences. The following day, Mr. Wallace was walking down the hall with his private part hanging out of his pajamas. He met Nurse Tracy. Uh, Mr. Wallace, she said, you shouldn't be walking down the hall like that. Please put your private part back inside your pajamas. But Nurse Tracy, I can't. I told you yesterday my private part died. Yes, said Nurse Tracy. You did tell me that, but why is it hanging out of your pajamas? Well, today is the viewing. <laughs> okay. Uh, this guy's feeling lonely, and he decides to get an exotic pet. So he goes to an exotic pet store, and he looks around and suddenly sees that there's a sale. Rare giant talking centipede with house. A hundred bucks. Decides he wants a talking centipede and takes it home. The guy in the centipede spent several days chatting and drinking beer, and they become good friends. One day, the guy says to the centipede, hey, centipede, let's go out and go to a movie. Okay, one second, the centipede says, and he disappears into the house. Five minutes go by, 10 minutes go by, 15, 20. Finally, half an hour later, the guy goes, hey, centipede, are you ready? He taps on the door, centipede. Centipede pokes his head out and says, hang on, man. I'm putting my fucking shoes on. <laughs> okay. That's all for tonight. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, we'll see you on Global Irish Radio, GIR.ie, also HibernianRadio.org. Thanks so much for listening. God bless you all. And we will see you later. Bye. Down the road, and I wonder. Yes, I wonder.